kind of feel bad breaking up the conversation in the room because I'm sure um, it's really good to be able to have some time to, to chat and to, to catch up um, and hope you've all been having a good week. So I was, I was um, saying at the start of the talk, we were in this new series, Friends with God, Unlocking the Heart of John's Gospel. And I just want to share just for a few minutes before we come to the table, just kind of the, the, the heart of this series and, and just tee it up and I guess give you maybe a few things to think about as we um, enter into this next month of teaching and discussion. Very simply, um, let me just read from John 15. If you've got a Bible on you, open up to John 15. Let's go to the Gospel of John. Let's read from verse verse 11, verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all that I have heard from my Father. I have made known to you. That verse 15 is kind of a powerful Verse, no longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. We have a strong conviction here in Redeemer that um, God looks like Jesus. God is the face, what we see in Christ and the face of Christ is God revealed to us. There's a mystery to that. And it's remarkable, that verse, that says that it, where Jesus is, 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 is reminding his disciples that he said, I have called you friends. I called you servants, but now I call you friends because I've revealed the Father, the Father's heart to you. Simple, simple idea. But God wants you to know him. God wants us to know him. And the word know is doing an awful lot of, it's doing an awful lot in that sentence. To know is a deep thing. God wants you to know him. And just that sentence should fill us with excitement. It should fill us with hope. It should fill us with I guess, anticipation. You have been called to be friends with Jesus. And friendship with Jesus means that you can know God. You can know the divine, the creator, the one that sustains this world, this cosmos. Because everything that Jesus knows of his Father, he has made known to you, to us. But what does it mean to be friends? How does one person connect deeply with one another. Let's share a few ideas on that. Firstly, friendship forms when I see you in action. Some of my best friends have come about by doing stuff together. 
when I see what you do, I see something of you. It's the same with God. Serving in any capacity helps us to see God at work and thus to get to know him. Whether it's running a food bank or a farm box ministry, whether it's campaigning against human slavery with invisible traffic, like Chloe and her team, whether it's leading worship like Matt and Chris and Caitlin, or teaching children like Rosie and Stephanie and Chloe and the kids' team downstairs, whether it's praying for the sick like many of you do, and Gillian and Caitlin and the prayer team do, or what we do in our homes, all of these and more are actually opportunities to get to know God because we see God at work firsthand. Knowing God isn't separate from serving God. It invigorates the other. When we serve God, we see God in action. And so I guess this series is going to help us to see Jesus in action and the invitation is there for us to step in to knowing God, to being great friends with God. So friendship forms when I see you in action. Second thought, friendship forms when I understand you when you understand me, when we understand each other. To get to know me, there are important things you should know about me. You should get to hear my story. And it is the same with God. To get to know the story of God, God's story, these vital truths about God that we're invited to explore and to understand by the Spirit's revelation. Studying the scriptures in community. Otherwise, we're in danger of creating a God story that's not God's story, making God in our own image. The Bible calls that idolatry, of course, but a study of God is a beautiful thing. It's essential for us to know God, study, and to know the story of God, and theology leads to good friendship with God, knowing God. So hopefully on this series, as we look to the scriptures and the stories in the Gospel of John, we will get to know a little bit of the story of God, a sweeping story that's captured in our scriptures from Genesis through Revelation. We'll get to see little fragments of that story playing out in the particulars of the Gospel of John. Thirdly, friendship not only forms when we're in action, it doesn't only form when we understand one another, but friendship forms when we experience one another. When I experience you, when you experience me, love, as the passage in John 15 speaks about, this shared experience of one another. Beth, she loves me. Um, she's at home with our little one-on-one this morning, and she texts me to say, she's watching online, so hi, Beth, and Owen. She loves me. We've done stuff together. Um, we've uh, renovated a house, we've had a little son, Owen, and we've got a dog, um, we've traveled around the world a little bit, and we've been part of this community. Um, she's taught me how to cook better, um, I've taught her I don't know what, <laughs> um, ask her. But we have come to some kind of understanding, I suppose, and we'll continue to in our relationship. We've experienced one another. She understands me probably more than I would like sometimes. But her love for me is more 
than something I see from what she does or understands from what she says. It's something that I experience within myself. Her presence, I experience that in um, every day, and you do too with your friends or your family or your loved ones. Your presence, love can sometimes well up within us at times in those moments where we've experienced the closeness of people who are in fact friends or family. We experience one another. And so it is with God. God wants you to know him. And that means experiencing him, receiving his love, his joy, his delight. To be friends with God is to experience deep within yourself that you're loved, that you're loved. Let me say that again. To be friends with God is to experience deep within yourself that today you are loved. Take a moment just to let God be near. In the next number of weeks as we talk, as we reflect upon our journeys with faith, our understanding of God, the gospel of John, these stories of these intimate connections with Christ, let God draw near to you, speak to you, draw you into friendship with him. I hope that the series we're going to enter into is fresh, refreshing for us in our friendships with Jesus. Those here today who call Jesus a friend, who've met Jesus, who despite it all, even through the past 18 months, something in us has drawn us out to be here today in a cold building in Belfast to declare that you're God, you're Jesus, your story is worth it despite it all. The love that burns within you. I hope for us, the ones that call Jesus our friend, that this series can be refreshing for us and that we can in fact experience something of God and knowing God in community as we just connect with one another in the next number of weeks. Maybe you've been following Jesus for decades. Maybe you're just exploring the Christian faith and spiritual things and asking questions. You're so welcome. No matter where you're at on your journey, what we want to do together as a community is just to look again to this Jesus that so fascinates us, that's won our hearts, and to be drawn into deeper friendship with God, to know his love for us. Not in, ac- in action, in an understanding, and in experience. The most refreshing, energizing, life-giving thing that you can do, fill in the blank, what is it? It sounds like a YouTube ad or something, doesn't it? The most refreshing, energizing, life-giving thing that you can do is to nurture your friendship with God. Nurture your friendship with God to enjoy God, to experience being loved by Him. It could be life-giving to all of us. The Apostle Paul, obviously one of the great church leaders and apostles, teachers in the first century, He repeatedly prays for this in his letters, particularly a letter to the church in Ephesus, chapter 117. He prays that God's people would know God more. He prays that those following Jesus would have the power to grasp how deep 
the love of Christ is and to, to, to know this love that surpasses knowledge, a love that surpasses understanding, a love that doesn't make rational sense, a scandalous love, an unconditional love. There's an invitation from Jesus. In John 15 and throughout the Gospels, there's invitation in the letters of Paul to come to know God more. And to know God means to receive and experience that you're loved today, that you are loved in Christ. Let that be our prayer. That maybe over the next month or two, as we move even towards the end of the year, towards the season of Advent, as we celebrate God with us, Emmanuel, that we would have that friendship with God nurtured again, refreshed, that we would come to know again that God loves us, that we are loved, and learning to receive that love. Because right at the very heart of a word that gets batted around in church's discipleship, it's simply a fancy word for following Jesus, becoming more like Jesus. It's about knowing God, friendship with God, following the way of Jesus. To follow Jesus is to know God as a father, as he's revealed in scriptures, and as a friend. I have called you friends because I've revealed all that the Father has made known to me. Normally when we make a friend, the other person's obviously present to us. There's a mystery to this relationship we have with God. He is not present with us in bodily form, but in a sense he is with us by his spirit. We know God through Christ, we know God as Father, and we know God as Spirit. And we know God in the face of one another. We know God at the table that we're about to break bread and wine at. This is a grace, his presence with us. He is here. So how does friendship with God work? Let's find out. Certainly, it's an invitation from Jesus to know God more and to see that relationship as friends Friendship, intimacy, connection, love, something that nourishes us, something that doesn't weigh us down, something that doesn't bring shame, something that doesn't bring judgment, but brings freedom, brings belonging, brings a releasing to be who we're created to be in Christ. It's all good. Let me just use this image that I think is really, really helpful to finish. Um, Ian Galloway uses this in his book, and he calls the gospel as temple space. We're reading from a particular gospel, and we'll be studying some stories from the gospel of John. But he says that in the Old Testament times, there was a temple, and the temple was a space where God dwelt. He was actually there, like I'm actually here standing in front of you and like you're actually in front of me sitting around these tables. He was in the temple. And the Jewish temple in Jerusalem and the tabernacle or the tent in the desert, it was like a room in God's heavenly house, if you want to use that language. But it was a room that was like located on earth, but it's like a room in God's house. And the idea of the gospel of John as temple space draws on this. It means that by jumping into the gospel of John, by reading it, by hearing it, by discussing it, 
you will not just see what Jesus did or understand what Jesus said, but you will meet Jesus there. That you will meet Jesus there and that you will experience Jesus in the, gospel, in, the, in, the, in the temple space that is the gospel of John. That you will be drawn into the narrative, that you'll meet Jesus, that you'll find yourself friends with God, that you'll be transformed through these beautiful stories of Christ as he encounters people. You'll find yourselves friends with God. The whole Bible is like this, of course, but John particularly draws us into a narrative like no other gospel. It's like a beautiful house that we're welcome to come into, to look around. And I hope in the next number of weeks we can find Jesus there and find our hearts burning again with that love, that first love. So friends with God, unlocking the heart of the gospel of John. I hope you're in for it. Um, I'm excited by it. Um, and I'd love us now to come to the table of Jesus where we can worship this God that we know. We find him present here in the, in the bread and the wine, the body, the blood of Christ for us. So can I invite you to stand as we continue with these thoughts on our minds to move into worship at the table. Matt, Caitlin, and Chris are gonna lead us in a song. If you know uh, Redeemer, if you know this community, you know how it works. If you're, if you're new, though, today, um, let me quickly explain. Um, we operate a click and collect service when it comes to communion um, because of the times we live in at the moment. So to my right, to, to your left, you'll see the bread and wine. And as soon as Matt starts singing and leading us in a song, please do begin to form a queue and come up. Um, and take one of each and bring it back to your table and hold it and don't take it. Just hold it to the end of the song. And at the end of the song, I'm going to come up and lead us then together as we, through a litany, through a liturgy, through a prayer that we can say together. We're going to celebrate Christ today, celebrate his presence with us, that he's here longing to draw near to us, longing to encounter us with his grace and his love. Um, and then we'll uh, head on with our day. So Matt, uh, lead us in, in worship and come forward and take of bread and wine um, at the table.